0: Welcome in ladies and gentlemen to MBR or as we like to call it around here, nothing but rants, the show where I find topics that I'm oddly passionate about and I pontificate upon them. These are not hot takes, but rather takes that I'm hot about Shut up and grab some tape. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into the film god network on a beautiful Wednesday evening. It is live, it is nine o'clock, it is our national hour. Nothing but rants. the show where we find topics that we're oddly passionate about and we pontificate upon them. These are not hot takes, but rather takes that we're hot about, like this one right here. We are two weeks into the NF or the CFP rankings, we are 10 weeks into the college football season. And we still have 11 count them 11 football teams with a legitimate mathematically possible uh chance and path to the college football playoff and ultimately to a national title we have five undefeated teams remaining through 10 weeks of college football we have six additional one loss programs with the potential and an opportunity to a college football playoff and for the first time in not just a long time, I would say ever in the college football playoff, we have way too many, way, way, way too many true contending teams for a fourteen playoff normally at this point in the year. We're talking about whether or not the Big Ten's going to get two teams or whether or not the SEC is going to get two teams or whether or not a, finally a two-loss football team might be able to sneak their way into the college football playoff. That is, ladies and gentlemen, not at all the discussion that we have going on in the college football world right now. And fresh off of a college football rankings last night that still somehow, some way, people are telling you don't matter. All right, they very much so very clearly do because again, we have 11 teams 10 weeks in to the college football playoff with three weeks left of the college football regular season. Okay, we have 11 teams with a potential path. the national title so here's what we thought it would be a good opportunity and a good chance and a fun thing to do okay what we're going to do tonight is we're going to take a look at these 11 teams we're going to separate ones that actually legitimately have a chance that we believe in not just mathematically okay believe in we're going to separate those nine teams we believe from the 11 teams that are available and then the boys and I are going to draft these nine teams. And we're going to see who wins the national title this year between us, ladies and gentlemen. So, welcome in. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button, like, subscribe, rate, and review. Boys, how we doing tonight? We doing all right?
1: Doing good. Doing about as good as we were an hour ago. Y'all ready to get
0: your, you ready to get your ass beating some drafting?
1: No. How's your Heisman doing, by the way?
0: I don't know. They're up on the board. It's not looking great. I know though. you had Caleb Williams. I know I had Caleb Williams. I know mm-hmm. I had Pennix. And I know I had, I think, Bo Nix. I think he stuck Ooh. me with Bo Nix at the end of that. <laughs> so, hey, So, Bo he's Nicks, probably in better shape than he, we are. Yeah, I'm, I'm not in terrible shape. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not in terrible shape. Now, our uh, national title draft our, our, early in the year, that's not looking so hot. I think I had Penn State and uh, Washington in that, uh, mm-hmm. and Tulane. So you took shout too long. Well, I think we had to at yeah. that point, we got into a point where it, it was way too many people. All right. So let me read off to you guys, the uh, actual top 25, right? Quick. Do you guys have it up? I don't have it up. Let me pull it up. Give me one second. Um, but anyways, uh, Ohio state in at number one, Georgia in at number two, uh, Michigan in at number three, Florida state four. Washington, five, Oregon, six, Texas, seven, Alabama, eight, Ole miss nine, Penn state, 10, Louisville, 11. Now, That is where we cut it off, Louisville at 11, because they are the final uh, one-loss team before we get to Oregon State at 12. Now, boys, we were talking about it a little pre-show. Let's just save the audience uh, any type of, like, real drawn-out discussion. We do not believe Louisville and Penn State can win a national title, do we?
1: No, it's, no, Louisville, definitely not. Penn State, maybe if you upset Michigan this week, but still you have to have dominoes See, fall I, ahead I of I feel
0: you. better about Louisville winning out than I do Penn State winning out. Absolutely. I think there's no way in hell Penn State wins this weekend yeah. against Michigan.
2: <clears throat> you think there's no way? I no don't. way in hell? I don't. I, I think they're way too not even in offensive.
0: We're going to get into it in a preview. It's a noon whiteout. Save me that not, that whiteout stuff. It's there's, there's just ruined, thrown in the shitter by big noon kickoff. Um, but I, anyways, I like I, I, beside the point, we don't think Louisville and Penn State go in a national title.
1: I would say out of those 11 teams, they're, they're not there, they're draftable. The not draftable.
0: All right. Not draftable. That leaves us nine football teams that we believe are draftable. Okay. All the way up to Ole Miss at nine. All right. So here's how we're going to do this. We're going to get in front of that camera number one. We're going to play rock, paper, scissors. All right. Whoever wins out of the three of us gets number one overall pick. Whoever finishes last gets number three. We are not snake drafted. Okay, so this makes this this makes this rock paper scissors really really important here. All right, all right, so let's get it.
1: Are we standing right. up for this or? Yeah, we're
0: definitely standing up. I'm the only one with the microphone, so y'all gotta get close to this. Oh wow! All right, all right, come on. All right, so here we go. We got me and you first. Rock paper scissors. Get in your front of the camera right here, so I can actually see you. Okay, right, just one shot. Ready? Rock paper scissors. Shoot. All right, that's me. Go sit down. Stay right here. Can't go yet. Here we go. Rock paper scissors. Shoot. Oh, damn. That was on unang- there. All right, so me and you for last pick, all right? Loser gets last pick here. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, damn it. Oh, last pick it is. It's always last pick. Again, I think for the audience, y'all need to know this. I am o for a lifetime against my wife in Rock, Paper, Scissors. O for a lifetime. And I remain o for on this channel. First pick overall. Who you got?
1: Damn. I was kind of hoping I would have time to think about this. Um, I'll go – I'll go Georgia.
0: You're going Georgia. Georgia yeah. off the board, number one overall draft pick. It makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, Even though they have they have a really, really tough route. Yeah. all right, They have the toughest route of anybody left uh, to make the national title or make the college football playoff. And, by the way, not looking good for the SEC if they lose uh, um, to get in to the college football playoff.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think it's definitely going to be harder than 2021 where if you're undefeated in the all regular season, then you lose to the SEC championship. It's going to be a lot harder to get in that way, but – I think there's
0: still a shot for you to do that. All right, you're up. Number two on the board, who you got? Michigan. You're going to take Michigan. I like Mm -hmm. it. Now, I like it too, all right, but what happens? Do you feel comfortable if Jim Harbaugh gets a suspension?
2: That was the thing of like, that was the only reason why I wasn't going to pick them. But it's just like I'm basing this off of who do I think best best overall roster, who like remaining schedule and whatnot. I think Michigan has the second best chance of winning the national title.
0: All right, all right. So I, I put these in order of how I was gonna draft them and they went one and two just like I thought, Georgia and Michigan. Now, I don't even trust how I put these football teams three and four.
1: Yeah, no, I that's the thing. I don't. I, this I've never been I like, don't feel good. I don't feel good about anything. I don't any feel good about, about,
0: about what I'm about to do. But I didn't feel good about it in preseason and I did it anyways. Florida State given to me. Wow, uh, Yeah, I can't man. believe it. But here here's my thought process on this. Okay, Bama's gotta win two or three more big games against real legitimate opponents Very true. before they even get into the discussion. Florida State's got to beat the rest of the ACC, and then they got to play in the playoff. Yeah, all right, in games that I don't necessarily feel great about them, but I feel great about them getting there. Where I don't necessarily feel a hundred percent great about the other teams getting there. But that being said, Bama against anybody in the field, I feel way better about Bama against anybody in the field than I do against Florida State against the field. And guess what? You're gonna have to play the field to win a national title. Um, I don't love Florida State versus Michigan. I don't love Florida State versus Georgia. I don't love Florida State. Versus really anybody that no. we're going to talk about tonight. No, but I love Florida State's chances of getting into a College Football Playoff, so I'm going to take them. Mm.
1: So it's me next. It is you. So I'm going to take Ohio State just because Ooh, I think that that's a good pick. You beat Michigan, you're in the playoff, regardless to what happens in the Man, Big that Ten. That means I'm
0: going to get a good football team. Let's yeah. go.
1: And then, then by the time you get to the big or the playoff, it's a
2: crapshoot at that point. So it it really doesn't matter at that point. So I'll take Ohio State. I think that's a good pick because Ryan Day has figured out how to win big games. I mean, they have figured out how to be competitive against Georgia last year when not a lot of people thought that. Ooh.
0: I want to give a quick shout-out to Maurice Hines' wife right now, and we're going to uh, give her three. She's in the kitchen right now watching or listening to us while the rest of the, while I, I was right here. Uh, give them three. It's contagious. I'm in the kitchen cooking and watching the show. And uh, my wife just gave three, just cause. Shouts out to the <laughs> wife. Um, oh, yeah. Who else we got? You're you're up next on the draft. Yeah, i was he just took saying, Ohio State.
2: Ohio State's a good pick. This this is tough. This is where it gets really tough now. I'm t- I'm torn between two teams.
0: Mm. I'm assuming Bama and Oregon. No. Bam and Texas. No. Oh wow. No. Who is it? Come on.
2: I'm torn between Texas and Oregon right now. i mm. mm. I'm really torn between those two, but. I would – honestly, I'd lean more Oregon's way than I would Texas's way, but also the fact that they would have to win a rematch against Washington. I mean, sure,
0: get off the pot, son. Who are you taking? Oregon. There you go.
2: can't
0: go through a thought process? Damn. (laughs) We got an hour to kill. Let me tell my analysis. My bad, my bad, my bad, man. Um, That was a little hostile. That was a little hostile. That's (laughs) on me. So, that makes my decision pretty tough between – um, is Washington going to go way past all these one-loss teams? I
2: hated doing it, but I just – there's
0: – I don't have – You don't feel good about it? Uh-uh, I don't. I don't trust the Pac-12. I told you already. Yeah, we know. We, we are, very, we are very well aware of your anti-Pac-12 takes. Um, ooh. This is tough because, like, Bama, Bama doesn't even control their own destiny right now. The ball is not in Bama's court. Yeah. Bama could win out and still miss the college football playoff because if Washington wins out they're gone if Texas wins out they're going if Michigan or Penn State or Ohio State went out they're going like Bama at 12 and 1 because of a home loss to Texas can win out and still not make a college football playoff. And that was another Damn. reason
2: why I leaned to Oregon because Oregon has better odds, honestly, of getting in than Alabama does. As much I would say Alabama's better, but I like Oregon's chances better.
0: All right, so I took Florida State for its proximity and, and ease into the college football p- football playoff. I'm going to take Bama here because I can believe they actually can win. I believe they I like can actually that. win a college football playoff national title with what they got going on. And the chat saw right through me right there, knew I was going to take Bama. <laughs> So you're up, Kirby. Remind me who's left. Uh, so currently left, you Texas, have uh, Texas, Wa- Ole Miss, Washington, and Texas are the three teams remaining.
1: Mm. Oh, shit.
0: Great way to say that.
1: <laughs> it's got to be Texas.
0: Really? All right, Kirby took Texas, which I'm assuming. Of, it, consistency. Picking, I like it.
1: Picking Texas is basically saying you're predicting Ole Miss is going to beat Georgia and win out. Yeah. And then beat whoever's in the SEC championship, which would beat Georgia again.
0: You like Malik Murphy versus TCU? Yeah, TCU. You like Malik Murphy versus uh, Iowa State? Yeah. I think that's what they he You like be, Malik Murphy versus Texas Tech?
1: Yeah. He'll be back. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm getting good at this. He'll be back. I just rattled off Texas' final three football games. Nice. I, no chance I would have ever cared. And he'll be
1: back. And Quinn Ewers will be back by a big, yeah. tall championship, won't he? So, yeah, I, think, I think Quinn yeah.
0: Ewers ends up playing next week. Give know, me, yeah, they've give already me, said he's day-to-day. Yeah.
1: Give me Texas, even
2: though I don't think they're going to win it.
0: mm huh. All right, so Kirby took Texas, and I'm assuming that means you're taking the Hooskies?
2: Yeah, I'm taking Washington solely based on the fact, like I like, I think Ole Miss is a good football team, but dude, you're outside looking into the max
0: on this. One hundred percent. Even if you went out, I mean, yeah. nah, if they beat Georgia, they but, beat Georgia this week. They're four. But it, it doesn't matter if they're they four. It doesn't that, matter if they went out because if Alabama wins out, then Alabama's yeah, in the SEC championship game. It. That's nuts. Hmm. But I mean. They need a lot of help. We've yeah. seen
1: SEC teams not win the SEC championship and go to the playoff before. Not even yes. play it. And then win the national yeah. title. So, <laughs> so, I mean, it's not far-fetched to say. And that would be probably the – that's the best win in the college football season.
0: All right, so Kirby has Georgia, Ohio State, and Texas. I like it. Okay, Jay will has Michigan, Oregon, and Washington. And I have <laughs> – I, yeah, don't, I feel don't feel great good. about mine. I, I have don't. Florida State, Bama, and Ole Miss.
2: That number one pick, you capitalized off of it, I think.
0: Yeah. I had I to, so, too.
2: It's all, in the, it's all in the hand.
0: I feel good about
2: one of mine, to be honest. Who? Michigan. I
0: don't I, feel, I, I I feel good
2: about Bama.
1: I went back and forth between Michigan and Georgia, but there's just so many question marks around Michigan right now regarding what's going to happen. I don't think they're going to get a postseason ban, but – if Harbaugh's not there for them in their most important I mean, games, yeah, that's a huge. School,
0: I think it's pretty clear based off all the tea leaves from all the national reporters. Michigan as a school is not going to get punished. No, yeah. I don't think they're going to punish I, the players. Yeah. I should say, Michigan as a school might get some fines. The football team as a whole will not be punished. Harbaugh will be. But, but also, if that happens.
1: Also, I don't think you can really quantify how much what they've been doing these last two seasons has helped them. So not they won't necessarily have that extra edge of where they've got these pre-scouted signals. How many? How much of a point differential is that worth? Hmm. So that's that's why I think it kind of leaves a big question. I would me.
0: love to have. Um our Guys from the VSN network, uh, you know, the uh, Brent Musburger, oh. uh, Vegas, shout sports. out Brent, uh, I love it, man. Second down, and wow, nine. yeah, <laughs> whoa, whoa, quarterbacks, girlfriends, go throw the Woo. ball around, boys, go throw the ball around, boys. Um, shout out to Brent, Sm- Brent Musburger and the VSN network, VSIN network. I might have to get some of these Vegas gurus on because I, I want to know, yes, please, what Vegas bookies think about all this Michigan stuff mm-hmm. because I would imagine setting a line on a cheating football program is really really tough to do. Yeah, cuz yeah. you can't quantify
1: how Mm-mm. much it's helping you.
0: Mm. We got no clue. Hmm. So yeah, maybe maybe we get a Vegas uh, you know, undercover bookie line maker on the show. I know of a bookie here in the state of Georgia that shall be remain unnamed. Maybe we yeah, I was maybe say. we put one of those cool little like voice disguisers on him and and put him in a dark room. I actually love like, that. Let's do that, please. You, you want to? Yeah. No way he'd be up for it.
2: The film guy model.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Fugazi. Um, Welcome into tonight's show. We got a loaded one for you. Um, We're going to play a little game of What If Wednesday. If you're new to the program, it's a great segment. You should stick around. Uh, What game? What game this weekend is not enough people talking about? Uh, What should the punishment be? We're going to play a little punishment games tonight. Um... And we have our preview and predictions. But before we get too far into tonight's show, I want to take a quick moment to give a shout-out to our friends over at Prize Picks. Okay, you can sign up today using promo code BROOKS, and you will get a 100% deposit match over there on Prize Picks. What does that mean? You put up to $100, you will get instantly matched from Prize Picks over there on your deposit. Um, so, yeah, use promo code BROOKS today. You will get set up over there, and uh, you'll have a good time. man. I don't know of a single person – who has signed up for Prize Picks and and not and not enjoyed that action, yeah. not enjoyed that juice? Because it, it, it makes watching the games on Saturday uh, mean a little bit more.
2: It makes you care a lot more about football games you didn't think you would care about. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. UCF, you got some <laughs> hatred for John Rice Plumley still? Nah, shit happens. Shit happens. I love mm-hmm. that approach. Uh, make sure you hit that thumbs up button, like, subscribe, and rate, review, and boys. Do we want to play What If Wednesday? I'd love to. I
2: got a killer one for you. Okay, let's hear it. What if I told you that Kentucky is the most dangerous football team that is not ranked. Or I worded that poorly. I was supposed to say, what if I told you the most dangerous team in college football is not ranked and is Kentucky?
0: Oh, let's hear it. All right, let's hear it. They How? got what, Alabama this week at okay. home,
2: and they have Louisville to end the season.
0: A little, a little South Carolina 2022 action. Coming
2: Perhaps. Up. Devin Leary maybe just has the last three weeks of his life. I mean, maybe that happens. They could play ultimate spoiler because they could knock Alabama completely out of the conversation. And not only would they, could they knock Louisville out if they continue to win over the next couple of weeks and then lose to Kentucky, but that would really put FSU an even deeper hole of, okay, even if we win the ACC championship game, we're not going to have a meaningful game in the ACC championship game.
0: All right, I got a what if based off this football game as well. Okay. What if Nick Saban was a little distracted this week? Have you read the news on Nick Saban this week? Mm. Nick Saban bought up $700 million worth of Mercedes Benzes this week. Seven hundred bought million. five Mercedes Benzes? $700 million <laughs> worth of Mercedes Benzes. Just my man was, was out here swindling one of the biggest deals ABC? in Florida car dealership history. All right. And every time Mans buys a million dollar home in Florida or in Texas or wherever he spends his money, people tell me he's retiring. And now my Mans is making almost three quarters of a billion dollar purchase, and people ain't out here talking about it. I mean, hell, he bought more money worth of uh, Mercedes-Benzes than they spent on Louisiana. Well, that was like two hundred years. I mean, price of inflation, whatever. Jokes a joke. What if he's a little bit distracted this week is all I'm saying. This hmm. sounds
1: oddly familiar to a take someone gave on the show a couple weeks ago. Maybe.
0: Who? Me. What'd you do? Do
1: you not remember the rant where I said Nick Saban's a satisfied coach and he doesn't have the undivided attention of his team anymore?
0: I mean, maybe I did, but maybe the audience didn't. Maybe you should give them a refresher.
1: I would have to refresh it on myself. I, can't, <laughs> I don't know if I can off the dome <laughs> that take, but basically like if you watch everything that Nick Saban has done in the last three years – the way he's acting on the sideline, the way he conducts himself, the way he's smiling in press conferences, he's not the Nick same Nick Saban you saw 10 years ago. He shows I mean, up. Alabama fans have shirts that say, Miss Terry, make Saban mean again. He shows Ooh. up on Pat McAfee every week. Yeah, you're on Pat McAfee every Thursday. I don't know,
0: guys. He did pop a blood vessel in his eye, and the doctor said it was because he was yelling too much. Wow. Well, that's just because he's getting old. <laughs> Yo he's <fart>. like 78. <laughs> he's 73, okay, first of all. Um, but yeah, and I mean, he's, he's, he's obviously, he's half a, he's a darn
2: hundred plus 23.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can't tell me that he's not three years away. From I honestly
0: put this in the what ifs. Um, I think they're, I think they're, they're going to show up and play a good game. Yeah. Um, but I put it in the what ifs cause man's bought 700 million yeah. dollars worth of Mercedes. <laughs> I could <laughs> That's live, stupid.
1: I could live off the interest of 700 million. Now
0: granted it was a partnership deal and he wasn't, you know, solely responsible for 700 million. Yeah. Um, while we're going on to our next, what if, and wh- while we're getting yours, I I'm curious the career earnings on Nick Saban. Um let's let's do a quick guess right quick. Two hundred million? Two hundred million in contracts? Alone. Just contracts? Just contracts. That's the only thing we're gonna be able to find. Okay. I'm not gonna be able to find how much all states paid him. Afflack. Ah, I'm not gonna be able to figure that out. Um
1: He's been coaching for I'm gonna
0: 20, say two I'm, 30 I'm gonna go, years.
1: I'm gonna go two hundred fifty million.
0: Two fifty. So I would think he's made an average of three and a half million dollars over you know, per year over his career. I would say and that. it's ramped up to about ten and a half over the last couple of years, yeah. almost twelve million. Do you have it? What do you got, Jay Will? Trying to find it. Um got his yeah. net worth. What's his net worth? Ninety three point two million. That's about right. Yeah. And I'm sure that took a dent because I would imagine he had to put up some bread for this Mercedes Benz purchase. For sure. Look at us pocket watching on Nick Saban. Hey, uh, what if Penn State looks anemic again this weekend offensively?
1: I think James Franklin's in real trouble. Really? Not real trouble. He's always kind of been like Penn State's kind of accept the fact that this is who James Franklin is. But Did you
2: find it? Uh, I would have to do a bunch Just of math that right now.
1: You're good, don't do yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, I think it also says that michigan might be actually a legit team question though what if michigan loses to penn state does that not make harbaugh look that much more guilty is that what isn't that what
0: every college football fan outside of ann arbor wants Mm -hmm. hell i wanted to watch purdue box their ass last week yeah that's what i wanted and i don't have any vitriol towards this. i just think cheaters need to get popped that's what i think okay and um no i think everyone in america is waiting on that yeah no different than everyone in America was waiting for Colorado to have what happened to it. You know what I mean? Everyone was sitting around waiting for that to lose. Yeah, some people um,
1: were hating on the waiters.
0: Yeah, some people were, you know, mad that they were even winning. You're right. Jay, well um, I got
1: I gotta go back and push against Kentucky being the most dangerous team because Oregon State closes the season out with Washington and Oregon. hoo. I mean that that team alone can absolutely tank the That's your favorite. Though. You're gonna be I, beaver shit, I'm, a, ain't you? I'm a beavers fan.
0: Bro. You're a beaver fan today. Oh huh? yeah, you're into the beaver, the huh? Big into the beaver. I dabble into the beaver. I'm gonna buy you a beaver shirt. Please do. I would I'm love gonna the it. the, gonna the wear, um the beaver it the Toyota. It's all you can wear on show.
2: There's a beaver Toyota in Georgia. Yeah. beaver
0: Toyota. I, I wonder if they got some merch. Where at? They it's, should sponsor the show. I don't
2: know, but it's a f- commercial every time I turn on the TV. Mm. A beaver Toyota. Yeah. So, um. Interesting. I did not know. Hold on. I got stats on
0: this. Uh against the rest of the Big Ten not named Ohio State, Penn State has averaged thirty seven point two points per game. It's pretty good. They scored twelve against Ohio State. Pretty bad. And I think Ohio State gave them the last three. They were just like, ah <laughs> we're just gonna give you three points. You can points. take these. You can have these. We don't need them. Hmm. But no, I, I you know the the take on Franklin is that I don't think you can fire him for not being able to beat Michigan or Ohio State. That's like firing – how do I compare this? I mean, Harbaugh is – firing would uh, cont- like firing Mark Stoops for not being able to beat Georgia. No,
1: because Penn State fans view their program as a national title. Kentucky fans have never been that. That's true, I guess. Penn People forget that Penn State 30 years ago was like one of the premier programs in college football. Now, obviously, you look today, they're not that – it's the same with like a UCLA or a USC. They're not that anymore, but that doesn't mean the fan base doesn't still expect that. It's like Notre Dame. So I think that, that Penn State fans are going to constantly lean on James Franklin for not being able to get it. It's it's the same reason why Harbaugh was getting so much heat four or five
2: years ago when he couldn't beat Ohio State. That's why I think that James Franklin is no longer overrated and he's no longer underrated at this point. He is properly rated because... A college, the average college football fan should know that you should expect nine wins from James Franklin. He's going to be competitive in the Big Ten. Nobody expects him to go in and win the Big Ten. Nobody really expects him to make a cultural playoff push unless you're Desmond Howard. But I think that's why I think at this point he's properly rated. Everybody knows that he's not going to win the big ones. He's not going to be making a push for a national title. But he's going to be competitive in the Big Ten, and he's, and he's always going to be considered the third best Big Ten team.
0: So here's what I just did. I just Googled – Recruiting budgets. I wanted to see how much people were spending on recruiting. Uh, And nowhere in these charts can I find Penn State, except for this Knox News article is having an absolute shit fit right here. Um, Let's see here. Penn State $1.2 million in 2019. So they spend about as much money as everybody else. Uh, Alabama, Michigan, and Georgia up around 1.5 excuse me, Georgia up at 2.2, 2, mm-hmm. uh, Alabama and Michigan at 1.5. My, my, my point was going to be that I don't think he has the resources that his uh, colleagues and the people that he's compared to have. Ohio State and Michigan boosters and, and football programs spend a considerable amount more money, I would imagine, and he is available. More things are available to the Harbaugh's, the Ryan Day's of the world, the Nick Saban's of the world, the Kirby Smart's of the world, than is Penn State. It's why I was surprised that he kind of scoffed at the USC job a couple of years ago, it seemed like. He, was, he ended up double down, signed a contract extension at Penn State. Penn State in 1990 was a top 10 job. I agree. It is not anymore. Is it? No. It's um, the number three job in the Big Ten. That alone makes it a non uh, top 10 job in the sport. Mm-hmm. Because there are three or four jobs in the SEC that you would rank over even the Big Ten jobs.
1: Yeah, I would say it's top fifteen probably.
0: Yeah. That's fair. And he's a what coach? Is he uh, a, he's a top fifteen coach, right? We think. Yeah. Yeah. Recruits uh, at a top fifteen level, wins at a top fifteen level. Yeah. Is paid at a top fifteen level. Yeah. Performs at a top fifteen level. So yeah. he's so, I mean he's, he, like, he's like he's where he needs to be.
1: Like Jay Well said, he's not underage, he's not over, he's properly rated. Yep. You have what you have in James Franklin. He's going to get you nine wins most every year. If it's a disaster, it might be eight. But other than that, I wouldn't expect anything more than that. Boy, what, you, what are you laughing <sighs> cat? at?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm laughing at. My cat coughed up a hardball. It's, like it's like a pun, a play on hairball, Yeah, I'm assuming. That's funny. Shouts out Marion Campbell. Marion Campbell, is, is he our always in the chat? Always. Yeah. Rudy. Rudy's in that Rudy's mix. In for sure. Shout out Rudy. I don't want to name too many people. Uh, I feel like I see Busta and Augusta every night now. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, shouts out to the chat. Shouts out to you guys for being in here. Any more what ifs? I got a couple more. I I got got one for you. Go ahead, Jay.
2: What if Arkansas becomes bowl eligible? Is that possible? Yep. Yeah. They got three wins right now. They got three games remaining. They got Auburn this week. They're favored in it. They got FIU next week. Dub. Dub. And then they close out the season with Mizzou at home. Oh, God.
0: Ooh, poor Sammy. Sam, I mean he'll he'll save if, his job if he's he he 500. He saves his job. I yeah. think he's fired if he doesn't. Is
2: that one of the greatest turnarounds at midseason?
0: It's also one of the greatest contracts ever written. Yes, it um, is from Very, Arkansas's yes, perspective for sure. I've never I've never seen. Was it they have to seventy no, five percent yeah, of the has, money if, he has, if he's clause is based off winning percentage. Yeah. If, if he's 500, they only have to 500 or less. I think it's below 500. They only have to pay him 50% of the remainder of his contract. If he's above 500, they have to pay him 75% of his remaining contract. And then I don't know what the 100% of the remaining contract is, but there's a stipulation there that he will never, ever meet.
2: But man, how great would that be if, you know, we're three weeks ago, we're like, oh, is it coming to an end for Sam Pittman? And then by the end of the year, like, look at that. Woo Pig is in a bowl game. Now you might be going to the Idaho Potato Bowl, but you're in a bowl game.
0: Dude, that dub over uh, Missouri at the end of the year, if they beat Auburn this weekend, that might be like a $15 million win for yeah. Sam Pittman.
1: Yeah. I mean, he might get an extension
0: off 25%, of 25%. Well, no, no. I, I would just say, he <laughs> safe, he that high old. Um <laughs> I'm thinking, honestly, that. Extend the, uh, that man. Yeah. <laughs> extend that man. Um, 25% of that remainder of that contract's got to be worth $10 million, right? Yeah. Yeah. I for don't sure. know how much is left on his his contract up there at Arkansas. But I think they gave him an extension after he beat Texas, didn't they? Yes. He got an extension. He got an um, extension somewhere in here. So, mm-hmm. if they were to fire him this year, buyouts are involved. Um, what if Florida beats LSU this weekend?
1: Ooh, I had that one. I thought about putting that one on mine. Yeah. What I was, What, what angle the you hell would it?
0: you do with Billy Dampier? That Florida fan base is going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> I would They're be, not going to know what to do.
1: I'll be more, what do you do? What do you make of Brian Kelly?
0: See, I, I know what to make of Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly's cooked until he finds a defense. We're, we're fine there.
2: Florida fans will be like, damn it, time to get back on the train again. Golly, just unpacked all my stuff, and now i got to get back on this thing. Yeah, I mean, it's,
1: it's, it's almost weird because the Florida fan base, it feels like they don't want Billy Napier to succeed.
0: Dude, I had, I had people in the chats. I mean, we did a little sub-episode. It didn't do very well about, you know, what Florida fans should think about Billy Napier and and just encouraging them to give him some patience, you know, like we talked about the other night. Um, I had one Florida fan jump in there and say, this Georgia guy has better takes than Florida fans, and then sure as shit, within five minutes, fire Billy. Fire (laughs) Billy. I mean, just all about it. Dude's a clown, up and down performances, their shit, fire Billy. And I'm like. What do you do?
2: I think they're just coming down with the case of for that four-year stretch with Urban Meyer, they experienced the ultimate highs. I mean, Mm. the ultimate highs of college football. And then they kind of got it a little bit after that. They made some SEC championship games and whatnot, and they beat Georgia. Um, But then – after that it's just I mean it's been a steep decline and then you almost had it in 2020 it's like holy crap we're back Dan Mullins got us back playing really good football we're competing for the college football playoff and then it went crashing down yet again and so I think it's just why I mean how could you not be impatient at that point I mean you are itching to get back into the competitiveness of college football and you experienced it there for a while and you just haven't had it for the last 15 years you have not had that so how could you not be impatient I
1: agree, but the problem you do that is you're going to start getting yourself in a cycle where every three Ooh, yeah. years you're saying, all right, we need to get a new guy in here because this one isn't working because you set him up to fail. You, yeah, you ran the last guy off. You haven't had a chance to get recruiting in the Shouts ground. Shouts out to Auburn. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's basically what you're doing. I mean, Hugh Freeze might be able to turn around, but still, they've they've won one SEC game this season. I, I
0: believe season. in Hugh. I think uh, I believe in Hugh's ability to get people to pull out their cash. And that's <laughs> kind of what you need to be able to do. You better Hugh believe Freeze it. is just as good of a football coach as he is a salesman, um, and that's ca- kind of part of the job nowadays with NIL. There was no quinky dink that uh, Hugh Freeze got in the mix of the KJ Bolden sweepstakes. Like, where do you think that came from? Yeah, Mister Yellowwood's pocket. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be able to get these boosters to start paying, and he and he's got that. He's got that in the mix. Uh, do we have any more? What I've, got, I've
1: got one final one. It's on. SEC-based. What if Ole Miss beats Georgia and Bama really struggles against Kentucky? Does Ole Miss jump Bama in that regard? Can't.
0: Can't head-to-heads?
2: Yeah, you can't do that.
0: I think this committee has at least showed us that they like head-to-head matchups. Which it's we why don't have Texas. a ton of them yet. We don't have a ton of them yet, but you're right. It's why, it's Texas. why Texas is above Alabama right now because of the head-to-head win. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So, no, I don't think they jump them. Um, But it makes the SEC or the the College Football Playoff Selection Committee really, really interesting from an SEC standpoint. Yeah. I think, honestly, it might knock the conference out as a whole. Hmm. Off rip. What a sight that would be. No, I don't know about that. Dude, if Alabama goes on to win the SEC championship game and the SEC has three one-loss football teams, all of which who have essentially beaten one another.
1: Yeah, but Alabama will then have two top ten wins by the end of the season. They would have the. We, win. we forget they would have the, the resume. We forget win that win. they put Ole Miss in a box. Ole Miss is a top ten team right now. They have a really good winning. And
2: the thing there too is you can't have four undefeated teams at this point. It's it's not possible. So you're going to get a one loss team in there. Bama would have the resume at that point of they very much have earned a playoff spot.
0: Except for that home loss against Texas, who would Except also be for one of those one loss one-loss teams. Like, yes, it's it's so hard. It's again. I, I really wish you would. If you're listening to this right now and you're running across anybody who tells you that the rankings and how the CFP rankings look right now don't matter, please, just do yourself a favor. Probably unfollow them or stop listening to them because they, they, they're wrong. It's flat out wrong. Everything right now matters. Every single decision, every single ranking moving forward matters because the, the margins are so, so very thin. This year, I'm with you every other year. I'm with you every other year when we know for a fact there's only three good teams in college football. But we started the show tonight drafting the nine that we think are really, really good. There are nine really, really good football teams with like two maybe might be perfect football teams. And even those football teams have some holes in them. Um, anymore? I got a uh, what game are we not talking about segment, and I got three potential I got two candidates. Games. Uh, I think
1: I have one that everyone else is gonna have. So can I go first, please? Yeah, it's it's Missouri and Tennessee. It's a top, I did not have that. Oh no, really? Mm-mm. It's a top fifteen matchup. It's not consequential in the fact that the winner isn't gonna do anything in the East. They're not gonna. It's there's no playoff games uh, ramifications to it. But I think this is gonna be a really good football game. It's two really teams I think are evenly matched. So that's probably gonna be a game that people need to turn into.
0: I got one on here that just stood out looking through CFP scores this morning. Uh Texas Tech is a four and five football team. They're on the road playing a seven and two Kansas team this week. Try to guess this line. Kansas. On the road against Kansas. Four and five Texas Tech on the road against seven and two Kansas.
2: Since you're asking
1: Kansas then, Kansas five. Still, Kansas still do not have their quarterback.
0: Kansas but, minus six. The line's three and a half. Hmm. It's real tight. I think it's gonna be a four quarter football game. Um, and I don't know why, but I'm intrigued by it. I was. I was intrigued by it when I saw it. I was like, hmm, interesting.
2: I'm also intrigued by this football game, very similar to the reason why you were intrigued to that one. So Oklahoma State mm. is at UCF this week, but they are only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. UCF is the third to third to last in the Big 12 right now. They have not been very good. They have not fared well in their first year in the Big 12 I think that's – I mean, the Cowboys are top 15, I think. I think they're right at 15. They're a top 15 football team right now in college football. Only favored by two and a half against – so maybe Vegas knows something that we don't. It might be a sneaky good football game. UCF challenged Oklahoma as well earlier in the year. The thing I would look into that is, what
1: has Oklahoma State's defense done this season? How would it fare against a Gus on offense?
0: I, I, I don't know. I can't explain UCF's record. Cause I look at the roster and I look at them play and I'm like, y'all should be way better than you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should be way better than you are. Um, which it I think like Ve- Ve- Vegas feels the same way.
1: Yeah. I think they get a lot of the treatment. that no, To me, it
0: doesn't, to me, it doesn't. Gus always did more with less at Auburn. I always thought he did more with less. Now it's part of the reason cause he couldn't recruit very well at an elite level. Cause let's be honest. I don't know if you've ever been around Gus. Gus weird dude. Gus a very, very oh, weird dude. Yeah. Good
2: point. John Rice Pumley was injured for a while this Correct. year. Correct. No, it's
0: 100 percent true but even even when he's been healthy it's been very very up and down yeah. weird um, UCF gets
2: season.
1: the gets a very similar treatment from Vegas that aM does where mm-hmm. record output shows that they shouldn't be a very good team but the rosters are like yeah they, they're definitely worth a few points
0: dude Miami and Florida State is getting no pub this week I was I had that one that was my no. second one yeah no one cares 14 and a half point spread. Now, Miami put up six points last week against NC State at home. It's probably part of the reason why. Mm-hmm. Um, they've looked absolutely terrible. Uh, sidebar, did y'all see what happened to NC State? No, what? Starting quarterback, MJ Morris. got? Oh, yeah, he, said he's going to redshirt yeah, now. Yeah, going to sit out the rest of the year in redshirt, presumably to transfer. Hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand why. If I was MJ Morris, I'd do the same thing. You won the job from Devin Leary last year. That guy left. They brought in the lefty Brendan Armstrong from uh, from Virginia to start over you. That guy wasn't good enough. They call upon you midway through the season to start. They can't protect you to save their damn life. Yeah, Richard and get the hell out of there. They didn't want you, so mm-hmm. go somewhere else. I don't. I don't feel bad at all about that. I saw some people in the comments about that saying that he might have quote unquote quit on his football team. I said y'all are y'all are wrong. That football team quit on him. All right, that that coaching staff quit on him last year. Um, and if he wants to return service, that's fine. More power to him. Um, but no, uh, Rutgers and Iowa, Rutgers and Iowa, twenty eight and a half point total over under. Interested in that game? I'm interested in that because this is stone cold lock. I'm, I'm playing Iowa unders the rest of time. Okay, that's the fine. rest of time. From a
1: from a, I'm game, not watching it. No, say, from from a intrigued. betting standpoint,
0: fine. I don't think you should be talking about it more and more often. It's Rutgers and Iowa, but it's Rutgers and Iowa, and there ain't no way in hell they're scoring twenty nine points on Saturday. final score. Love it. I like it. Love it. I absolutely love that. Um, And that would score. Maybe right at 28 points. Mm -hmm. I like you. I like you on that one. That's actually
2: 21, but, you know. I mean,
0: math ain't mathing right now. Uh, It's been a long week. Uh, What should the punishment be? Speaking of Iowa, what should the punishment be if you allow 30 points to Iowa?
1: I have the perfect answer for this. What is it? Your team is immediately relinquished to have Iowa's offense until you can score thirty points against a Power Five team. Oh,
0: that is good. That is really good. So I can immediately trade the roster swaps. Yep, paying playing for pink slips. Exactly, paying for playing play for pink slips on the offense. Yeah, if you if you lose if to you the, give up thirty points to Iowa, you have to take Iowa's <laughs> offense until you can score thirty points against a Power Five football team. Yep, I like that. Now, I think we'd find out relatively quickly just how absolutely inept. Uh, Brian Ferent- Ferentz is. Yeah. I think we would learn yeah, that'd be a bad real look quick. It would look real bad for him if you gave James Franklin and Penn State Iowa's offense and all of a sudden they're scoring 45 points a game. <laughs> that would be pretty bad. That would be, that would be awkward. It would happen a lot It would happen a lot quicker than Iowa being able to score 30 points. I tell you for that sure. right now. Um, should we get into previews and predictions? Let's do Let's it. it. Let's bring do Bring it on. It. Um, I want to start in what inverse of what the order was on the note sheet. I want to save the best game for last. So let's talk about this texas and tcu football game it is malik murphy's second start in this football game uh and and here's the thing the first start wasn't great the second start some people would think would be better i would actually go the other way now i know he's playing a worse defense k-state was a, a really really solid unit all that good stuff he started fast ended up having the two interceptions here's what i would tell you there's tape on him now a lot of tape and there's a lot of tape not necessarily just on him there's a lot of tape on what he doesn't do well or what might give him problems. So I could see TCU and this coaching staff developing an entire game plan based off of that. Hey, what did Malik struggle with last week? Let's make sure we do that for four quarters. But here's the problem. TCU has lost four out of the last five. They've been held to 16 and a half points per game in those losses. They are not not playing offense very well at all, Not playing defense very well either. Um, this is not a football team in Texas. That you want to have a get right game against as an offensive staff. Um, this Texas defense is real, folks. I just don't think there's any way T- TCU's offense can put up consistent enough points. Um, and oh, by the way, TCU over their last six football games has averaged allowing 192 yards per game on the ground. Give me Texas in this football game in a 28 to 10 fashion.
2: It's hmm. pretty low scoring. I think this it could is. be a game where, like. You might – it'll come across the ticker, and it's in the second quarter. Maybe Texas is up 14-7. You're like, oh, let me go dabble in that game. Let me go see what's going on there. And then you get in the second half, and Texas kind of just starts figuring things out. Malik Murphy is starting to get into his groove a little bit, and they kind of just cruise on their way to a victory in the second half.
1: Yeah, this feels like another gotcha game for Texas, and they had their gotcha game last week against Kansas State. They survived it. (laughs) Even with the backup quarterback, I think it'll be fine. TCU is a shell of what they were last year, and you're not going to be able to run the ball against this Texas team, so I don't really see an avenue for them to win the game.
0: This Texas defense, man, it's real. Like, it is a, it is filled with a bunch of dudes up front. Um, I think DeAndre Sweat <laughs> might be the best defensive tackle in all of college football right now. Mm-hmm. Um, their ability to stop the run is staggering, uh, and I, I think that's what this game boils down to. TCU kind of requiring to run the football right now to have sustained offensive success. They've had some touch and go performances from the passing standpoint. I think that's a little bit more due to schedule than due to performance on the offensive side of the football as well. Um, But no, I think this boils down to TCU needs to run the football, won't be able to. Texas will need to run the football to protect their quarterback, and they will be able to, this TCU unit. Like I said, 192 yards per game on the ground over the last six, that's not great, Bob. Mm -hmm. Give me Texas, like I said, in this football game. 28-10. 28-10. You have a final prediction on it?
2: Mm, I'd say like to 31 to 14.
1: Yeah, okay. I like that. 31-17, and
0: it's 20 to 17 at halftime. I think the spreads eight and a half, something like that. 10-10 ten, ten points in this football game, something. Yeah, yeah, it's not too much, I don't think. So we like to, We all like Texas to cover. Let's go on to our next football game: Florida at LSU. Um, I'll start it off again. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a a big scoring, high scoring football game. Uh, I think it goes well into the high 30s, maybe into the low 40s. It sounds like Jaden Daniels is going to be good for this football game. It sounds like he's going through concussion protocol, um, but ultimately passing all of the symptoms tests that he needs to. So it sounds like he's going to be in and available in this football game. If it ultimately becomes a shootout, you know who I'm going to favor in that matchup. It's going to be LSU. Um, and, And here's the discussion. Who does what better? Uh, LSU's defense is a lot worse, in my opinion, than Florida's defense. At least they're going to be in the right spot. Whether or not their guys are going to make the plays is a whole other di- different discussion. But that being said, LSU's offense with Jaden Daniels, far superior to Florida's. Give me LSU in a shootout. I'm talking like 42-38.
2: Mm. That will be a fun game to watch. I don't know if Florida's offense can keep up like that, in my opinion. I think LSU's I, I think LSU defense, defense, defense can keep L- any LSU's offense in the game. defense
0: right now in the defensive back core is some of the worst I've seen in SEC history since I've been covering it. It's really, really bad. Yeah, it hasn't. It wasn't just the fact that they brought in a bunch of transfers. It's that they've been just ravaged with injury as well. So, they're basically playing like four true freshmen at safety. It's it's a major burns who's in a cowboy collar, which is nuts.
2: Yeah, I noticed that too. I thought that safety
0: was funny. out there playing with a cowboy collar. I thought that was funny.
1: I think this is more about a game of what team shows up based on their last week's performance. Both teams had tough losses coming in this game. It's going to be whoever responds best. I lean LSU because it's a night game in Death Valley. It's most likely going to be a shootout that favors LSU. And Florida has not won a night game in the Death Valley since 2009.
0: It's an obscure stat. So. Also, one of those programs, LSU, that consistently gets night games. Yep. Gets way more night games than any other football program in the SEC not named Alabama because Alabama stays playing Southern Miss at 9 o'clock Eastern time. Don't understand that. Don't know how they get it. Don't know why. That being said, Georgia did play UAB at 7 o'clock this year. Georgia so
1: Georgia got the night game bump finally yeah, this they year. Did. they did. after
0: s- last year, after being a defending national champion playing no night games, this year they got three? Four. Four? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm talking about home games. Four. UAB,
1: UAB, UT this Martin, weekend. Kentucky, UT Martin's main game is a six PM kick. Ah, uh, yeah,
0: okay, that's fair.
2: It was dark by the fourth quarter. It was quarter. dark by the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, you got to see the lights. Yeah, okay. okay, I'm,
0: I'm with it. I'm with it on that one. Um, are we good? Are we good on our analysis on Florida LSU? Yeah, I honestly hope Florida wins just so I can see what the reaction is going to be. I can't wait to tweet another Billy up emoji. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is going to be really really funny. Um, on to a, a, a primetime football game, a really really important one from a college football playoff standpoint. Utah on the road at Washington. Utah is the annual. They are the, the Oregon State Beavers this year. Utah is the annual Pac-12 party spoiler. Normally, they're out here shitting on USC's party. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, they did. They did again this year. Mm -hmm. Normally, they'd just be doing it to ruin college football playoff games for the Pac-12, whether it be Oregon, whether it be USC, whatever. Utah, normally the football team that gets them. Their offense, uh, the Utes, that being, been very, very up and down, uh, but tend to kind of play up up above uh, par against mediocre defenses. They scored 55 points against Arizona State, 34 against USC, 34 against Cal. That's about what I expect the output to be against this Washington defense, who is very Pac-12-y. They are. They are very Pac-12-y. Um, they tend to give it up every once in a while. So the question to me, boys, is how many points do you think Washington can score on this Utah defense? Um, by the way, this Utah defense allowing 15.9 points per game this year – that's in the top ten and ranks 10th in the country. Yep. Um, my thought process here is the better offense going to score against the better defense, okay? Um, I like Washington in a late fourth quarter squeaker, like 31-28 in this mm. football game. I think it's going to require Michael <clears throat> Penix to actually win this football game. Potential Heisman-type moment, even though I don't know who's going to win the Heisman at this point.
2: Yeah, it's up in the air. <laughs> Someone needs to go check on all Washington fans' heart rates over the we'll last do, four we'll weeks. We'll update tomorrow.
0: Back. Oh, Heisman update tomorrow? Yeah. I like that.
2: Because they've been in some really tough, close games over the last four weeks. I think this is going to be another one. I just, as good as Utah's defense has been, especially against Pac-12 opponents, I just don't know if their offense is going to be able to muster up enough to hang with a really, really good offense. Just because they've been getting by. They've been getting by with their third-string quarterback or whoever it is, the pig farmer. And they've been getting by with that and figuring out ways to win. I don't know if that's going to happen this Saturday. So, I like Washington by two scores late. Washington's had, what, three
1: grinders in a row now? of Just mm-hmm. games are like, man, they really had they really had to give it their all for that. They couldn't
0: coast by the midway Arizona through the third State, quarter. Arizona State, Stanford, and USC. Yeah. And Washington Oregon right
1: before that. Washington has not faced a top 50 defense this year. Mm. Utah's in the top 10.
0: Oregon's not a top 50 defense? Got to be a top 50. Okay,
1: Washington's not. You're right, my bad. I got yeah. that stat wrong. No, they faced good. one, top, one 50 top fifty defense
0: okay. in all of college football.
1: So, huh? It's interesting to know. It's interesting. I don't. I don't say that's going to be enough to make me pick Oregon. I still think Washington I wins mean, this game. You know,
0: can you cover them? That's the question. I mean, I mean it, Utah's got the safety play to do it. I don't know if they got the corner play. If they
2: were able to stop USC's defense or offense, I mean, there's a chance in a world where they could do it to Washington as well. I do think that Washington obviously has more weapons to work with, and Michael Penix has been playing really good, but. Who knows? It's gonna be interesting.
0: Third quarter or third down football game. I know a lot of I yep. know, know a lot of football games boil down to third down and turnovers, but who wins third down and what do the third down distances look like? Can Washington or rather can Utah make Washington one dimensional and take away the running game entirely, force them into a bunch of third and eight pluses? If that's the case, I like Utah's ability to limit this Washington football team, but I like Washington overall, uh thirty one twenty eight. Did y'all give a final pick?
1: Mm, I, uh, said, I said Washington. I said
2: Washington. by two scores late. Okay. So, so, I'll Maybe say – You like Washington as well. Yeah.
0: Like 35-21, I guess. All right. Last game on the slate. It is Penn State versus Michigan. And it is a big one in the Big Ten. Um, man, James, I, I don't know. I, I don't believe you should be on hot seats if you can't beat Michigan and Penn State because – well, or Michigan and Ohio State because I've already laid it out. I think those are two more – premier programs at this point in college football than what you have at your at your stable at Penn State that being said I mean at what year at what time are you going to do it at what time are you going to be able to get past these guys is it the year that you have an NFL corner uh, a five-star quarterback a first round draft pick at left tackle is it that year is it the year that you have the Big Ten's arguably best combination at running back is it that year Uh, it better be it better be – you better have an opportunity to get them or play them close this year because if you don't, buddy, I, I just – I don't know when. And, and again, I don't expect you to do it. All right, but your fan base does apparently. All right, other people around college football expect you to do it. I don't. I expect Michigan to handle you. I think Michigan is a better football team round uh, uh, overall. I think they have a better quarterback. I think they have better line of scrimmage play. I think they're a more complete football team. Um, but here's the caveat. All right, there's one caveat and one recipe to success – for this football team in Penn State this week, even though it's a nooner for some damn reason during this out. J.J. McCarthy has one blimp on the radar this year. Just like one game where you're like, hmm, what if that rears its head against a good opponent? He had three interceptions, three inexcusable interceptions, only three interceptions on the year this year against Bowling Green. Hmm. And three interceptions against a really, really bad Bowling Green team that, well, I shouldn't say really bad, they beat Tech this year. They had a power five win. But nonetheless, three like boom, boom boom boom, turnovers. you do that on the road this week against Penn State, you might catch an out.
2: Hmm.
0: What, what what was the reaction over here for? <laughs>
2: well, shout out Bowling Green yeah, oh, shout yeah. out Bowling Green. Morgan's grandpa will be happy about that. Um, I'm going to do it. I think Penn State wins this game. Why Damn. why in the
0: hell would you well, ever think that? Michigan wins ladies. Damn. And gentlemen. I just do they can't score. they can't I don't believe they can score Saturday. I and just don't. You, hey, I don't find a way. And you
2: can't stop Washington's offense either.
0: That's true. Yeah, it did seem unstoppable. Can't for a sco-
2: while. They can't score until they throw three interceptions.
0: That's true. Short My, fields, all I that think, good stuff.
1: I think the problem with this is, and this is somewhat of a cop out, but I think it's fair. I can't really quantify how good this Michigan team is now based on. Everything that's going on about them, how much of an outside factor is that playing in? How much did what they were doing help them in the game? Did they lose an edge now because of that? And, oh, by the way, you're playing on the road. Say what you want about it being a noon kick. It's still going to be a raucous environment for Michigan. So all those things make it really hard for me to judge how this game's going to go. I think Michigan pulls it out. I think Michigan's a better team, like you said. Penn State's offense struggles, but there's part of me that can absolutely see Penn State winning this game.
0: All they got to do is just – Throw deep balls. Yeah, yeah just a, time. Let, let the receiver make Chuck it, it up no yeah, matter just what. Just chuck it up no matter what. Maybe you know? they come down with it. No reads. Just throw it up. You know? <laughs> Even if they have four safeties back there. Just might it, make somebody skin it. crawl.
1: What a ridiculous thing to say to the coach.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's pretty wild. I've heard crazier things. <laughs> yeah. Um, any more thoughts tonight, guys, before mm-hmm. we wrap it up? I feel like there's one thing we're really leaving. Do know. we have anything else?
1: Oh, I've got a hypothetical.
0: Okay, I love hypotheticals.
1: Michigan loses, Georgia loses. Who jumps more in the rankings, Penn State or Ole Miss?
0: Uh, Ole Miss road win. Penn State's mm-hmm. playing at home. Ole Miss is also a 10.5 point dog in that football game. I think Ole, or, uh, Penn State's only 4.5. Okay. So a much bigger win gotcha. on the road for Ole Miss than it would be a home dog. Win I would agree for with Penn that. state. So, I would yeah. agree with that. I like the hypothetical though. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the predictions? What do you, what do we think? Uh, any any big losses? I know we still have a Thursday show, but y- you guys, you like Penn State, and you think that's happening? We like Michigan.
1: Yeah, I like. Uh, I'm gonna say Michigan, but I, I say I like Michigan by like 14. I said yesterday this is the week where absolute shit hits the fan. We're like, I think we could walk away and go okay. Like we lost four teams to the playoff this I week. I say
0: Michigan by 14, but James Franklin, if you're listening to me right now, beat the shit out them cheaters. I'm just kidding. I'm not that upset about it, but I am kind of upset about it. Um, I, I also want to see what Twitter does when it happens. Because oh, Twitter's going to lose their The memes mind. are going to be great. It's yeah. going to be so awesome. It's going to be one of the best times to be on the timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, better – and you know what? It's going to be so much better than when Stanford came back from 29 points down because no one was awake. Yeah, because yeah, no it wasn't was 3.30 in the gonna morning. Have, we're going to have uh, our guy uh, Gus Johnson just screaming his ever-loving vocal mm. cords off at 12.30. Okay, watching Penn State throw their seventh ball behind the line of scrimmage. It's going to be epic. Can't wait to watch it. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button on your way out. We love you. Subscribe if you haven't. All right, give us a chance. I told you, give us a chance to be your show for college, national college football discussion. We appreciate you. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow.